Hello and welcome to Trainer's Voice, brought to you by Guardian Angel Equine, a podcast created for the busy equestrian in mind for on-the-go training, chat, and learning. My goal as a trainer is to help improve horses' lives and performance by educating and helping their owners. These episodes are my opinions based on my knowledge from research and experience. Feel free to ask any questions. My links are always in the show notes. welcome back so it's been a hot minute um i've had some personal life things kind of take over and didn't go in a very good place mentally um so i've been using the last couple mainly the last month-ish to kind of set back and think about where i'm going with my life and what i'm going to do in the next couple months and the next year um, so it's not, you know, I tend to go MIA for periods at a time. If you have followed me for a while, you know, I have issues, but one thing I wanted to talk about today is something that some of you probably could relate to and in hopes of bringing awareness for you guys who maybe have not hit the stage in life yet where, you know, you're doing everything. And I just want to talk about a few uh, things, not, I mean, it could be related to horses in a way, but it's just about life, my experience and things to kind of help you guys. Um, This is the reason I tend to kind of drop off the face of the earth on social media um, at certain periods, uh, mainly because I try to carry so much on my plate. And I know there are people out there that, you know, there's, if there's a will, there's a way. Um, if you want it, you can do it. If you want it bad enough, you'll get it done. Sort of things like that. And while I believe in those things, yes, I do. I definitely think that there's circumstances to where those things are just too much. I don't want to say can't be applied, but become too much when you're working three jobs just so you could also do a hobby that you hope one day will turn into a career that's too much yes if there's a will there's a way yes if you want it bad enough you'll get it done but the problem with people preaching that to people who are already in stressful situations and already in so deep that they will literally try to kill themselves to get where they want to be just because they feel like they're not doing their best at what they're doing because they're always feeling like they can do more because people keep telling them that if you want it bad enough, you'll get it done. Yeah, I believe in that statement, but I also believe in your own personal health and mental health that there's always going to be a time and a season for you and your horses. There's, you're going to have your time. If you put in the work, you will have your time, but don't kill yourself trying to get there. And I'm saying this from experience because I've heard that throughout most of my life. I have watched baby cousins grow up to be amazing riders, go through amazing horses. I have been that adult who sat on the sidelines to cheer everyone else on And to encourage everyone else, coach anyone who wanted help from the nobody. Um, 
I've been there, you know, I've been that one who's watched everyone else succeed. I'm 26 now, and I still felt like I haven't gotten anywhere in life. And this was part of the issue I was having personally a few months ago, along with all the other issues. But like, I sat back and I looked at what I had now. And here's the thing. Is it where I want to be? No. It's not not anywhere close. I figured I'd be on the rodeo road. If you would have asked me when I was, I don't know, maybe 10 to 13 where I'd be at right now in my life, I'd, I'd tell you hopefully on the way to the NFR. You know, isn't that everybody, every barrel racer's dream? Like, but here's the thing. That dream, I'm not going to say has died, but that dream has become more realistic as far as I may not be in my 20s if I ever made it that far. Like, it's going to be a very, it's going to be a very um, special situation if I ever come across a horse that is that capable of competing and me being the best fit for myself and being mentally present, physically present, like me being a hundred percent myself in order to compete at that level, you know, like that's, that's going to be a very once in a lifetime situation for me personally. And I've come to that realization. So the NFR isn't necessarily my goal in life. Um, but here's the thing. I work as much as possible just to pay my bills. If you aren't paying bills yet, here's a little reality for you. Barrel racers, when you go to a barrel race, you know, we see that we spend that entry fee. And this comes back to that whole, you know, thing on TikTok. If you're on TikTok and you've seen the whole woman math type thing, this is going to be a little more of a barrel racer math, but we're going to put some reality on it. So like, when you go to a barrel race as a child, what you really see is, okay, I have to pay this entry fee, but I could get it back if I win this D, you know, or if, you know, I win second or third, I could win either half my entry fee back or, you know, whatever, whatever, however it falls. But That's the thing as a kid, for me personally anyway, and most kids that I've talked to is that they see the entry fee, they see that money that they have to spend, and then they're going to try to get it back or, and some, hopefully and some, that's the goal, right? But here's the thing, as an adult, I still have that mentality, but the last few months I've really had to sprinkle some, some reality on that because, uh, it's not just an entry fee that you're trying to win back. Like if you're, when you're barrel racing, you are not ever going to win back the money that you put into the horse you're running. Not ever. You have to buy feed. You have to pay the water bill. You have to pay the electric electricity bill for the farm. Like you have to pay all these things. And sometimes you have to pay for your horses and other people's horses. But if you're doing if you're doing business correctly, hopefully they're paying for their horse's part. But sometimes 
you get out of pocket for other people's horses. It happens. You know, they may pay you back. Hopefully they pay you back. But crap happens. And so you're paying for the necessities for this horse to live. And on top of that, you have to pay for the gas to get your horse to the race and from the race. Whatever vet, vet bills may come out, you know. Um, and then you pay the entry fee, then you pay the arena fee or, you know, whoever words, whatever, some people say gate fee, entry fee or not entry fee, um, arena fee, whatever. Um, and then like, if you enter in the side races or whatever, you have to pay all of these things. So it's not just what come out of your pocket that day, but I think some people look at winning barrel races and they're like, my horse will pay for himself. And that's not true. Your horse is never, ever, 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 ever going to pay for himself. If you are competing at the level that you want to compete and are competing correctly, because you should always at least have one vet visit a year. I prefer two on good terms, meaning there's no issues, but having a good, good, well check, looking over lameness exam, all the things. So that's the thing. Now, what we think of or what I think of when I go to a barrel race is not my horse paying me back, but putting a little extra money in my bank account to get me through until the weekend or that next week or until my next paycheck because I have to have a full time job because horses aren't paying bills. So my goal is to win enough money that I can put in my bank account bank account that I can have a little extra money until my next paycheck. Now, here's the thing. I work a full-time job as a vet assistant at a small animal vet clinic. That job in itself is very stressful, very time-consuming. It has to take up majority of my life. I have to be on call. I have to carry the emergency phone. Um, I have to go and take up, uh, I have to go and take care of orders on weekends. I have to take care of hospitalizations on any days that the hospitalizations are there during the week or during the weekend. So like that job in itself is very, very time consuming and stressful. On top of that, I work that job just so I can pay bills and nothing more. I don't get runaround money. I don't get barrel racing money. So my entry fees don't come from that. That's literally to pay my bills if I can pay all of my bills. Sometimes my bills are late because, you know, bills are bills and they pile up. But here's the other thing. I also take in client horses to train or tune up. That way I can have barrel racing money. I can have hobby money. I can have money for my daughter if she needs new clothes, shoes, you know, whatever. But on top of that, I also do massages because times like now where we're going into winter, I have to make a decision on, do I want to take on another client horse or do I want to just work my horses through the winter or turn them out through the winter and call it quits until spring? So that's something I'm dealing with right now. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. All I do know is that I am not going to be taking a client horse because I cannot get stuck paying for a horse that's not mine. Um on an accident. I know things happen. I've had client horses where I have to pay for them for maybe about a month and then the owner can pay me back at the end of that month. So 
I know that's not ideal and not the best business person in me to make that decision, but I am not heartless. I do try to work things out, but that's the reason I am not taking in a client horse through the winter because stuff does happen, you know, and it may not have been intentional for the owner to let their bill go, but I can't afford to pay for someone else's horse through the winter when I'm going to have to hay more and feed more and all the things. So I do know I'm not going to do that, but I don't know exactly what I'm going to do with my horses. I may stop riding. Um, I don't know anything past that right now, but, um, I wanted to also update you guys that I am going part-time next year. So I'm going to have more horse time. I'm going to be able to take on more client horses. Hopefully I'll be able to figure out social media a little bit better. I've gone through my YouTube. My YouTube is no longer going to be a, it was kind of looking like an influencer channel on YouTube. And I took out a lot of videos because one, I apologize, but I feel like they were very cringy because I was younger when I started them. Even videos from like last year, I feel like were very cringy. I did take down some, but not all of my educational videos. <clears throat> oh, geez. Um, some, but not all of my educational videos because I do find value in the stuff that I have researched. Um, whether they be cringy or not, I have made like PowerPoints. I'm going to do more of that. My YouTube channel is only going to be for barrel racing videos and or like tune-ups questions like educational type you know videos so um it'll be educational barrel racing type so i did go through and clear that out um i have added mine and jake's latest runs he's doing really well we have things to work on but you know my full-time job things are starting to get really hectic um and i'm gonna really start to get low on time to be with my horses which is partly why I'm deciding to probably just turn them out for the winter. Um, but vetting is going to have to go to the vet. Rhythm may have to go back to the vet. My cat's going to have to go to the vet. So I'm going to have a lot of vet bills coming up here soon. Um, so with that being said, anyway. Um, so I do horse training and tune-ups and massages all as a side job to take care of any type of hobby, I guess technically what it is right now, to take care of any, any situation like that at the moment, um, mainly. So I technically really count massage and horse training as two different jobs versus being one under my guardian angel equine service because there's days where if I have a client horse, I still have to work that horse. But if someone schedules a massage, I still have to go do that massage, then go home and work that horse. And if it's during a weekday, I have to go to my full-time job, get off, go do the massage and then work that horse until dark. So I count that as technically three jobs. Um, and then I also do art and draw pictures as another side side job, but I don't really tell people about that because I, I don't often get enough time to draw. 
So it's not something I do all the time, but it is something that I do and try to get done if I have, um, if I have time. So that way I have a little extra money. So I obviously put a lot on my plate. Um, I have, like I said, my job that I work so I can pay the bills. And then I have the career I want for myself with doing the horse stuff. And then from that, I also, you know, I have other things I can do to supplement income, such as the art, or I just call it uh, art, you know, creation, whatever it is. Because I do more than just drawing, but like, you know, uh, creating crafts. There you go, I guess. I don't know. I haven't done that in a while because I don't ever really have time. So um, that's a lot of why I don't do a whole lot of social media because I have to do all of these things just so I can fund not only my everyday life, pay bills and things like that, but so I can also fund the horses, um, hay, feed, you know, um, whatever it may be, entry fees, gas to take the horses somewhere. So, um, when you really think about it in the long run, like it takes a lot of money, not only to compete, but own horses in general. And so I just tend to really go silent a lot because it's easy for me to be overwhelmed when I have so much on my plate. And so for me as a person who really will go above and beyond and really tackle what they want in life and really feel like, you know, I want it so bad, but at the same time, like, at the same time, like there's, I have to do other things to get what I want. And I hear it a lot when I'm in groups and stuff and, you know, they say, you know, if you want it bad enough, you'll achieve it. But I also feel like, you know, in my journey, yes, I'm, I'm achieving goals that I really want, but at the same time, like it's taking me longer than someone who might like in their head picture, well, quit your, quit your full-time job and start doing horses full-time and doing massages full-time and, you know, then you can go and run more and things like that. But it's not that easy because here's the thing. If I quit my job, then I have to figure out how to pay my bills. And if I can't get horses to come to me or tune-ups, if I can't get massages on the schedule, then, you know, then I put myself in a bind where I, I really can't uh, pay to live. I can't pay for um, my water bill, electricity, I can't pay for rent or boarding for the horses, like, cause I still pay boarding for the horses. Like we don't own the place. So like all of these things I still have to pay for. So if I don't have a consistent income, then I really put myself in a bind. And not only that, but I have a daughter I have to feed and she's growing. And so she takes a lot of food and like the horses take a lot of food. So like there's been times where I've sacrificed me eating a meal 
in a day, like eating it all. I may go with a protein shake or something or a beef jerky stick and get my daughter a meal and let her eat. And I just skip that day. You know, that is not unheard of for me in my lifestyle. So when people say in groups and stuff, I've never had anyone say it to me. Um, because I think it's pretty self-explanatory when people meet me and they like, they know, they get to know me and know what I go through. Like a lot of people are pretty sure, you know, that one day I'm going to achieve my goals because I work so hard and I have so much passion for what I do, but it's just not in a time or place in my life that I can achieve the goals I want to at this moment. And so I really feel like when people say that, you know, yeah, I want it really, really bad. But you know how many nights I have stayed up until dark riding all the horses and really trying to keep them in shape and also work my full-time job and also trying to squeeze in massages, all sorts of things. Like I am the type of person that will literally die of stress trying to achieve what I want. So that is why I have had to step back so many times, get off social media and really think about prioritizing what I need in the moment. Because sometimes what you need and what you want to achieve are two different time periods. Because I would love to go full-time myself with my horse business. I would love that. But the thing is, I don't have the clientele at the moment because you know, I work a full-time job and that's really the bittersweet. Um, that that's really not even bittersweet. That's really the bitter part of my lifestyle right now, because my full-time job is so demanding as a lifestyle that, you know, one week out of the month and weekend, I have to be on call. I have to be available at pretty much almost any part of the day. And be at least within 20 to 30 minutes of town so I can go in on an emergency if we have one or if we have hospitalization patients, then I need to go in at certain points of the night and stuff. So it really, it's a lifestyle that is really hard to have hobbies with. And if you've ever worked in the vet field, you understand what I'm talking about. I've been doing that for five years and now that I'm starting to get a little more massage clients and starting to get more people who want to send me horses, that's why I have decided to go part-time next year and start, uh, that way I still make a paycheck with the vet clinic, but I can also start taking in more horses and massage clients and really start to build that clientele. So while I would have loved to do that five years ago, I just could not, I could not pay to live five years ago. So I had to find a job. I had to, I had to get my bills paid first and be able to live and literally just be able to live. That was my goal. So now I'm finally at a point where I can go part-time still pay to live and build my clientele and not hurt 
by not being able to eat or not being able to pay rent, not being able to pay my truck payment, all those things. So these are just the reality of things of people who are, you know, in the barrel racing industry that want to start their own business or people who put a lot on their plate, but they still have those goals that they want to chase. So my advice to these people, and even if you're not there yet, and you, you're like, I want to be a horse trainer, or I want to go on the road and run, like, you know, I want, you know, whatever it may be that you want, you may come across this situation in your life where you put a lot on your plate, and I tell you, do not take it to heart when people tell you if you want it bad enough, then you'll achieve it. Because when people say that, they always fail to tell you that there may be a time limit on it or not a time limit. X that out. No, not that it's a time limit, but like that it may take you a lot longer than a year or two to get to the goals you want. People never told me that when I really decided that I wanted to be a horse trainer, that that's what I wanted to do in my life and work with horses. Like it was always just, well, if you want it bad enough, you'll make it work. And I think that people just really fail to see that there are people who are literally killing themselves with stress, trying to make it work. And I'm not joking. Like I've, I've really put my body through a ton of stress by going to my full-time job, having to work late, then having to go do a massage that's late, and then having to come home and not only ride my horses to keep them going and work on my project horse, but to also ride client horses. And then it's so late that I give up on taking a shower, which sounds gross, but you give up on taking a shower because you're so tired that you lay down and you're like, I'm just going to take a rest for a minute and then I'm going to go take a shower and I'll get ready for bed or I'll eat and get ready for bed. But then when you rest, you fall asleep and then next thing you know, your alarm's going off the next morning. So then you got to take a shower in the morning and you got to get ready to start your day all over again. And I used to think that this lifestyle was normal because of people saying, you know, well, if you want it bad enough, then you'll, you'll make it work. And I always thought that doing this to myself and creating all that stress on myself was normal and that people did it all the time, which people do. People will do that all the time, but it's not normal. And it's not something that you should be doing. Yeah, you need to be smart in your life make great choices but i tell you something i if i could do it all over again i would have really worked to go part-time for myself sooner than now and really tried to prioritize my personal goals over a job that i plan on quitting eventually in the future and so that's something, that's the main reason I wanted to get on here and talk to you guys, because I know some people are going through this and it's not normal to kill yourself with stress just so you can make your dream work. Like stop overworking yourself because that is a lot of the times why I get on my social media and I'm like, I'm so sorry guys that I've been gone. Like I've been in my A, 
and a lot's been going on because you know what? I'm running my life. I'm trying to achieve my goals and I'm also trying to maintain my friendship and family members status and like trying to stay involved in my everyday life with my family and my friends and still trying to keep my friends and hang around my friends and everything else like that. But there's times where my family members don't hear from me because I'm trying to make my life work. And it's not normal for people to really stress themselves out just so you can achieve your goal. Stop doing it. So what are things that you can do to help? Really prioritize what you want in life and put that first. Do not work a job that you feel like you're going to work your life away just so you can pay bills. Yes, you need to from time to time. Yes, you need to at certain points of your life. And it may take a lot longer for you to achieve your goals than some other people, but that's okay. That is okay. And let me tell you, if you work a job that you know you're going to quit, but you're trying hard to, you're trying hard to um, create your own business, like really put in perspective uh, and try to balance out how much you can do of your business and how much you need to do of your full-time job. So such as now that I figured out, you know, Next year, I can go part-time and still afford to live, but that also gives me the opportunity to build my personal business. Take the opportunities you can to build your business over staying somewhere that you're eventually going to quit. Even if that means you're quitting that job and then you're getting a part-time job somewhere else, or you're trying to find a job that fits better with your schedule to where you can still work horses or you can still go do massages or whatever it is of your business that you want to do that allows you to make that time. So that's the first thing is really prioritizing your business and your time, your mental health. Really prioritize that. Don't try to work a job that you're really not dedicated to that is going to mentally stress you out. I love working at the vet clinic, I probably don't, I don't really see myself have to have been working somewhere else, but everyone's always known from the get-go, it's not somewhere I'm going to be for the rest of my life. Everyone's always known that it's just a temporary thing until I can get my business off the ground. And that's the one thing you really have to really stress because the medical field, whether it be animals or humans, is very, very demanding. So when you're going into something and you know what you want to do and it's not in the medical field, you really need to figure out, you know, can you deal with that and do what you want for your business or do you need to find a different job and then also try to support your business and try to grow your business? That's the first thing and the biggest advice I have for anybody who is either in this situation or maybe going into this situation. Like, if you know for for sure you want to have your own business, you know what you want to do, whether it be art, horses, 
whatever it is that you're doing, like it, you, if you know for sure that's what you want to do for as a career for the rest of your life, prioritize that. The other thing I really um, suggest is figuring out who who you want to be around. Really prioritize the people who are going to uplift you, help you out, encourage you. Get rid of all the toxic toxic connections around you. Some of them may be hard. Some of them may break your heart. But getting rid of all the negativity around you is really going to help you see your goals more clearly and take those clouds out of your sight. Because that is one of the biggest things is being able to let go of the toxic people who were kind of just watching me so they were so they would hope that I would fail. They never really encouraged me, but they were always there in the comments or they were always there in my likes or they would or when they would see me, they would be sure to always talk to me about, you know, how things are going so they could always keep that intel of, you know, is she failing? Because I really hope she fails sort of situation like really, really focus on your mental health and let go of those toxic people because some of them might be family members. Some of them might be someone you love. And I'm telling you, it's going to drag you down. You need to surround yourself with people who want to see you, not only want to see you succeed, but help you succeed. And that's another biggest thing. Those are the two main tips I have for you guys. I've really been thinking about this a lot lately. Um, Some of you know that I am religious and I've been going to church a lot more. And so I'm really thinking about trying to do like a series or something or talk a little bit more about what I've been going through the last few months and giving you guys kind of the input of what it's been like to really start my own business um, and the struggles that I've had of, you know, trying to make things work because I'm sick and tired of people saying that because I am the type of person that will kill myself over stress trying to make my goals work. And let me tell you, I've struggled more times than not, and it's not worth it to be taking crappy advice like that. Like people really need to put a realistic goal out there and understand what people are going through. And some people may listen to this and think that I'm being pretty petty of myself or pity over myself or whatever. But if y'all like really have been following me, then most of you probably gather that I'm a very busy person. Like, you know, not only do I work that full-time job, those pretty much three other jobs, three-ish other jobs, two jobs at least. And then I have, I'm a mom. So I have to run Sydney around and make sure she goes to school, make sure that she goes to we started dance class, like make sure she's living her life as well. And then also trying to take horses out and compete and get them going, getting them in shape, but also trying to figure out money wise, can I afford to haul over there? And then can I afford the entry fee? And then can I afford to eat while we're there? If I take Sydney, I need to make sure I can afford to get her something to eat or drink. Like it's a lot, it's a lot. So I hope that you guys stick around. I know the podcast has kind of gone quiet and I really want to get back into it because the podcast I absolutely love. Um, YouTube's probably died down a little bit because I'm not doing the influencer thing anymore. Like 
it wasn't really an influencer in the in the first place but it kind of had that vibe so I will be doing an update kind of overview of everything once more, um, but I wanted to kind of give you guys uh, an insight over what's been happening and why I've gone quiet on all my social medias and kind of what to expect from everywhere. So uh, this is what it is right now, and um, hopefully we'll talk again soon. Bye, guys.